Hey, this is Rob Casey with Go Send Me Global, bringing another missions moment to you today. And we're continuing our series on core values that drive us. We hope that you've checked out number one, two, and three already, but let's take a look today now at number four in our core values, and that is accountability and oneness in the body over authority or corporate structures. We want to make sure that we are voicing the fact that we get that there is authority in the body of Christ. We're not saying that we're against these things, but if you're just now catching up, we're really comparing ideas and saying, which direction do we really want to run toward? What direction do we really want to strive in? And we see a lot of corporate structures in the body of Christ. We see it in churches. We see it in organizations, certainly. And we see that there is an authority structure that exists. One of the things that missionaries have described to us that has been truly hurtful along the way is the way in which corporate structures have lorded authority over them to the extent where people who believe that they were really called to go and do certain things were even really not permitted to do so, where certain rights and permissions and access to things were not granted and the sense of it was just oppressive. We know that this exists in the world. We know that the corporate workplace can be a difficult place. Many of you probably have experience in that. Is the body of Christ to be different? We believe that it is. Let's talk a little bit about accountability. Accountability is an interesting word. There is really in the ESV, for instance, only one mention of the word accountability in the entire Bible. And the idea comes from how we are going to walk with one another in such a way that edifies and builds up one another. We have to recognize that some people get accountability a little bit wrong too. In fact, we've seen authority abused in roles of accountability. And that's not what we're after, is it? We've seen the idea of really almost perpetuating sin in roles of accountability as well, as we focus so much on sin issues and confessing sin and seeking to confess sin to one another that we really lose sight of how edifying it should be to walk with two or three others that really agree about seeking the Lord. So we want to focus on this, and we recognize Proverbs 27, 17 is a great verse about accountability. It says, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. So the idea of really sharpening one another, sharpening our tools, sharpening our swords even, not against each other, but let's think in terms of that armor of God instead. So the fact that we are doing life together and that we're seeking the Lord together is a good thing and it benefits us and that we're going to seek for the good of one another, seeking that others will benefit from time together, time in the word, time in prayer, praying for one another, making even our worship life before the Lord better and better and better. So many people are seeking this because the structure and order of so many of our churches don't really provide for real fellowship opportunities. They're more events that we attend rather than getting to be one with one another in the body of Christ. And again, so much of the time that has happened because we've developed those corporate structures instead. We don't want to dismiss, again, as I said before, the idea that there is authority in the body of Christ, however. So let's be balanced in our approach to this. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17 actually commands us, Obey your leaders and submit to them 
for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. That's practical advice, isn't it? Now, the scriptures are clear as we look at the gifts passage in Corinthians 12, etc., that we're many members but one body, that it's one spirit, one Lord, and yet there are many gifts. As those various gifts operate together, as those different parts of the body coordinate and operate, the driving factor is how Jesus prayed in John chapter 17, and that is that we would be one. This oneness factor is so key. And it's one of the things that the enemy has worked so hard to mess up, to steal, kill, and destroy in the Christian faith. So many divisions, so many denominations and religions exist as a result. And so many of them operate off of a higher sense of authority than necessary and a great deal of what we could really call corporate structure. So I would propose that we would really be people who are pursuing a corporal structure over a corporate structure, that we're really looking more to be the body of Christ, really seeking to do that, and no longer being conformed to the image of this world or the thinking or pattern of this world, but we're really pursuing after the pattern that Christ gives us instead. I don't want to be the antithesis of something that Jesus so devoutly, beautifully, and really passionately prayed for just before his arrest, just before his crucifixion, having us in mind. He prayed that we would be one. Let's remember that. So let's lift each other up, edify one another, encourage one another, especially as you see the day drawing near. Let's be a people who will help one another through those areas of stumbling, sure, sure. Areas of those weaknesses, etc. Being patient with one another, bearing one another's burdens, on and on and on the scriptures go. That ought to be how we function and operate. Now, Jesus was very clear in Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 and 26. There's a key to how we get this done. There's actually a formula here. He reminded us that the way the world works is that those Gentile authorities do lord authority over one another, but it was not to be so amongst us. In fact, what he says is, whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And that is why it's so important that whatever role of authority any of us may have in the body of Christ is really a servant leader role. It's a leader that really looks to the benefit of others. Jesus didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So authority structures within an organization like Go Send Me Global will line up in the way that 2 Corinthians 1, 24 says. And I just love the way Paul speaks about this. He says, not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy, for you stand firm in your faith. So the core value we're after here is not these ah, corporate structures all over again, certainly not to lord authority over, but rather to work with you for your joy. Yes, we may have authority in some areas. Yes, we may present a place in a time where decisions have to be made. And yes, those things are normal and natural as we shepherd, as we keep watch over areas. That all makes sense. But doesn't it just go back to the attitude and the heart, the desire for oneness, the desire for you 
to go far and beyond and above whatever fruit I may bear in my life as God works through you powerfully and mightily. Certainly that's the desire. When we flip that, it becomes selfish ambition. And so many corporate structures and authority structures are really based on that. But scripture warns us where selfish ambition is, every evil practice exists. And this wisdom is not from above, but is earthly and demonic. So let's be kingdom thinkers. Let's be one. Let's seek to glorify Christ together. Let's build one another up. Let's think differently. And let's shine as lights in the world because we are so unique and different as we approach things like this. So if you've got questions about this, would like to talk more, we'd love to hear from you. My email address is rcasey at gosendme.us. Please check us out on the web at gosendmeglobal.org. Perhaps you're in a system or a structure right now where you're really longing for that kind of oneness, that kind of structure that we've described today. We'd love to have a conversation with you. God bless you.